That's right. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Ashling Arkin is back with me, the TV chef and the mindful eating coach. And Ashling, I'm used to this at this stage of bringing food. What I'm not used to is you cooking food in studio. We've got a hob. We've got a live station. If you went to a high-end buffet, which is what we're going to talk about okay. today, all-you-can-eat buffets, one of the lures, one of the big ticket items is these live cooking stations. So you see the chef cook in front of you, brings you into the experience, you get the smells, you get the aromas, you really feel like you're getting bang for your buck. Okay. So I've set up a live cooking station for us today. Wow, okay, so why are we talking about buffets? Um, We're talking about buffets, I suppose they're a really big concept, particularly when we go on holidays, maybe we see them a lot more, hotels, Uh, There's a new show on Netflix called um, Million Dollar Buffet. So this kind of explored a couple of different buffets from around the world um, as to, I suppose, the idea of what is value for money? We're dropping $200, 200 euro on one buffet experience. So these are the looks, the high, high end ones in the world. Where did they start? Where did the first buffet they started where you would expect, probably in Vegas. Okay. Um, yes, there was a man called Herb MacDonald. I mean, if there was ever a man yeah. to set up a buffet, it was him. Back in the 1940s, he set up a place called El Rancho. So he was driving through Vegas, through the desert, before Vegas was nearly Vegas. And he was like, you know what would be really good here? A little stop off where people could stop, go to a hotel. You know, then he was like, you know what I'll build? I'll build a pool. That will keep them here, cool them down on their okay. journey. He was like, hang on, it's a bit boring. There's nothing else to do. How am I going to keep them in my hotel? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to feed them. So he built a casino to keep them in the casino. Then he charged one dollar. So that's all you had to pay to get into his all-you-can-eat okay. buffet. And there was a selection of everything. So he lost tons of money on the buffet, which actually a lot of buffets do. But the reason is that they're there for the hotels and they're there to keep you in the hotel, to keep you spending money, to keep you in the casino, to do all of that. So that's kind of where that original concept came from. All right. Okay. So that's that. And that's still, I guess, the policy. If you go to stay in a hotel where there's a buffet, is they're just doing it to keep you there. Yeah. So then they spend more money at the bar. Totally. For example. It's a little bit of kind of mental stimulation and physiological stimulation because some hotels, like, you know, you go for a walk around the grounds, you come back in, and there's not a whole lot to do. You even find on holidays. Now, you know, if you're sitting by the pool all day lounging, you've kind of had breakfast. And by about 12 o'clock, your brain kind of wants you, what will I have for lunch? Yeah. What will I have for dinner? So it's that stimulation piece, which I think is really, really important. It's the tyranny of choice, though, isn't it, with a buffet? It is. And you get kind of a version of like food version of FOMO. If I have this, then I'm not having that. And so you end up just piling stuff onto your plate. You, well, this is the thing. There's a lot of different types of okay. humans who go to a buffet. Um, I would say you're not missing out on anything. You've, it's all you've paid for, so you can eat anything you want. You can load up. I you know, but there's only yourself. so much you can fit. <laughs> pacing. That's the problem. It's all about pacing. So there's a couple of different humans who go, right, okay. to a buffet. So let's figure out. Maybe you can uh, determine which one you are. So there's uh, the person who goes, and they are all about the pleasure of variety. It is the sensation. It's the impulse. It's the nobody's telling them they can't have enough. You mm-hmm. can eat everything you want and they love a little taste of everything a little nibble just a little piece of everything they'll stretch themselves out they'll do the salad bar they'll do the meat they'll do the fish they'll do the omelette they'll do the Asian they'll do the Italian pizzas then they'll have room for dessert um, the other type of person is the person who goes for this illusion of value Okay, it is bang for your buck I, if you go cheap like you can do it I suppose a lot of the cheaper ones are these kind of Asian style buffets they're about 25 euro a head yes all the way up to um, 200 Probably is like the the extent of maybe one of the most expensive ones. But if you are that person who likes value for money, you are making sure you are filling your plate, you are eating all around you. And if you think, like a takeaway, 
probably cost you maybe 18 euro for a takeaway. Yeah. Whereas you can get an all-you-can-eat Chinese buffet for 25 euro. I mean, that's really good value. Yeah. Uh, well, you see, I don't look at that as good value. I think you've wasted 7 euro because you're never hungry at the end of a takeaway. So no. you should have just spent the 18, had your takeaway, and then put seven quid in a horse. But you see, would, who you, knows? would you be happy with just one meal for your, your takeaway then? Yeah, I, I see... Yeah, I would. Would I you? would, yeah. See, I wouldn't at all. I am the variety human. That is okay. me. I love a little nibble of everything. If I went out to a restaurant, if I could have four starters and share them all, like that's what mm. I love as opposed to one meal. So I'm definitely driven. I'm motivated purely by the variety. The other person, which is really interesting, is this sense of control person. So they're almost testing themselves when they go to a buffet. Okay. Like I can eat all of this. I could, but I won't because I'm empowering myself, I'm in control of this situation, I have willpower, I have discipline, and they almost feel proud coming out that they haven't filled their plate. I don't yeah. know any of those kind of people. Yeah, I don't know those people either. <laughs> um, I will always do a lap of a, a, a to and investigate what's available. Yes. You know, some people just pick up a plate and they just start at the start and they yes. just go horse and stuff on, yeah. whatever they see they like. I'll always do a little lap. Yeah, I think you have to plan it out. I agree. You need to know what's there and then you plan out the meal in advance. Now, I had to say all this. It's very rare I'd be eating a dinner. At a buffet. buffet. Yeah. Just, you know, I kind of feel it's a little bit like carvery, but where you have to serve yourself. I think it's actually the greatest con <laughs> that this herb guy ever pulled on the world is convincing that buffet is a good idea. Like, already I'm not a fan of carvery because it's just hot food that's sitting there under a hot lamp. Yeah. And then somebody says, you know what, let's get rid of the people serving it and make the people serve themselves, but we'll call it something else and charge them more money. Yeah. It's mental. It, it is. It is mental. We were on holidays last year and we did a kind of a combination of all different accommodations and we did a really lovely, all-inclusive five-star hotel just for four days in the middle and every morning I would go down because mine are little and I would literally go okay mom's about to start her shift now mm. because I couldn't leave them off on their own in the buffet yes. so I had to go and get them and I was working I was literally a waitress for four days now, on that breakfast buffets though I'm all for them love that's the that's buffet. the classic hotel experience the breakfast yeah, buffet so what order do you go through the food what would you have now at a breakfast buffet well like honestly one of my favourite things in the world hotel good breakfast buffet. I will get up earlier than other people and go down on my own. Oh, right. Paper, coffee, yeah. start with fruit, start with yogurt and scientifically it's proven that the first three foods that you see at a buffet, they are the most, you will eat the most of those. So you'll eat about 60% versus the last three foods you'll eat about 30% of them. Okay. So they gauge that. So they give us the, the cheapy cereals, the fruit that's not that expensive at the start. This is how they kind of make some of their margins. Um, so I will do my fruit, I will do my cereal. I'll take a little bit of a break if there's a charcuterie board. Smoked salmon, meats, cheeses. I will wholeheartedly do that. Okay. Take another little break. Then I'll go for my hot food. I don't like beans, mushrooms, hash browns. Not into that. Don't like sausages. So I might order off the menu. Like okay. a bit of ordering off the menu. Little eggs, Benedict or something. And I have to finish with something sweet and a coffee. Like okay. I do five course breakfast, buffet breakfast. Right, that's it all. I was just going to say, I get granola and then I get some cheese afterwards. <laughs> but anyway, yours is... You are uh, so not getting value for money. Um, so people wonder what the home in the background is. That's the hob. We're actually, you're cooking now. So what are we cooking? So when we talk about some of the most high-end um, buffets in the world, we're talking about somewhere like Caesar's Palace in Vegas. Okay. You're paying about $200 in. They have 20 live cooking stations, over 220 dishes, the finest of the finest. You are talking Alaskan crab legs, you're talking lobster, you're talking Wagyu beef, you're talking prawns, you're talking everything. Sizzle is good, oh, isn't it? Oh, the sizzle is lovely, yeah. So I tried to come up with, if I went to the buffet, what would I eat? So I would start with this, which are... 
chicken buttermilk chicken goujons. I okay. love a little nibble of something kind of deep fried mm-hmm. at a at a at a buffet. These are done with a little bit of curry mm. and sauce, and they're absolutely beautiful. No, it's really good. Aren't they really good? So yeah. that is chicken thighs. They've been soaked in a little bit of buttermilk, smoked paprika, onion powder, garlic powder. Then you'd roll them in flour mm-hmm. and then deep fry them. Oh. And that's how you get that. <laughs> this is great. Go on. <laughs> that's how you get that amazing start. So I would love those as a starter. A little nibble, something a little bit spicy, kind of finger food, which I think is really, really nice. Mm. Then for my main course, I think the ultimate buffet style meal is surf and turf. Because that's the idea, isn't it? You're getting a little bit of everything yes. the whole way through. I love the surf and turf. Yeah, it's it's just the best. Pour a bit of red wine here as well while yes. we cook in the studio. We have a beautiful Pinot Noir to pair with our surf and turf. So this is Irish ribeye. Um, it is 36 day aged, so it's extra long aged. Okay, oh, so you get this beautiful tenderness. The ribeye is gorgeous because the fat renders out, so mm-hmm. you're, all of the meat has been coated in that fat, but at the same time. You're just you're going to get all the flavour. So it's it it is about the flavours. And I know some people can think, oh, there's a little bit of grizzle to that, but that's that's where your flavour is. You kind of you eat around it, which is really really nice. Um, yeah. And then what I am serving with that. So I'm just going to let the steak cook. Then I've got my prawns. Going to pop a little bit of garlic butter in there. We have a Michelin star mash. Okay. How do, how does one make a Michelin star mash? <sighs> you not smash from a packet. It is definitely not. If you're talking a kilo of potatoes, mm-hmm. you're talking 500 grams of fat. Okay. 250 grams of butter, 250 mils of cream, one kilo of potato. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it is like not that, for I like the that ratio. Cartilage. My cardiologist might. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely won't. And what I'm going to do with this is I'm going to finish it with, so I'm doing a caramelized onion mash with mm. crispy bacon on top. Wow, this is great. It's, it's, it's a good day, isn't it? Oh, it is. And this Pinot Noir is really lovely as well, I have to say. It's not a bad day at work. No. With the caramelised onions, you just want to cook them low and slow in a little bit of butter. Um, so I'm going to plate these guys up. So you, your onions are going into your... Oh, some, the onions are going into the mash there? Into the mash. Okay. Yeah. So it just it's kind of like another version of just rather than having a plain mash, you're going to get something. And when they do the buffets, they're very clever in terms of the set out a menu they have that menu for a year or you know a couple of months and then they basically jazz it up a little bit so they change up a couple of little things but in essence you're talking about the bulk so they're buying in bulk they're keeping everything really really cheap and it's just it's like it works for them again they serve small plates yeah so you get everything on your small plate they happily fill you up with water fizzy drinks um, and then they are ready to go I'm just hoping the smoke alarm doesn't go off in the studio here so we have our steak, which is golden, crispy, caramelised on the outside, Lovely. a little bit medium rare on the inside. And then we've got these beautiful tiger prawns, all finished. So when you're cooking a steak, a really good idea at home is to finish it with um, your butter. So start it in oil, but finish it in okay. your butter. Um, and it works really, really well. So again, we've got our creamy mash with our caramelised onions. Always heat your plates um, before you serve it up. We're going to sprinkle a tiny little bit of crispy bacon on top of that and then we're going to serve our surf and turf on the side and you just there's such lovely lovely flavour to this so I'm going to get this over to you so you can have a taste and you don't want to overcook your steak either like it only takes a couple of minutes Um, and those prawns are lovely garnish it up with a little bit of pea shoots a little bit of parsley something absolutely gorgeous like that Um, and again like with the red wine so you're talking like, they're all about opulence, really. It's so, um, 
Joe over here for some cutlery. Um, I mean, it's so quickly done, isn't it? Minutes. Like, yeah. it's made in minutes, but it is. And again, you're talking things like when and people go to the buffet, on their own it's... Um, you kind of have the things you wouldn't cook at home. And particularly if you are that mindset of, I'm going to get my value for money. Mm. You're going for the fillet steak. You're going for the ribeyes. You're going for the lobster. Oh, like, yeah. Very few, I suppose the clever buffet connoisseurs, they won't stock up on the on the salad, you know. They do it this way. People who go out to a restaurant and order spaghetti bolognese should be shot. They should my, it's my theory in life. And I love spaghetti bolognese, but it's your classic... Cook at, at home, home dinner, isn't it? It is. It is, it is. Whereas this is something that's Imagine just... Imagine going out to a restaurant ordering a stew. Yeah, no. A stew. No, no. That's that's a Tuesday. That's a rainy Tuesday dinner. That's mm. not a, a going out dinner. Whereas like that, these these high-end buffets, and again, you can do, like there's one in Paris in oh, the Ritz. that's lovely. It's £205 sterling to have your yeah. breakfast there. But again, you are getting the best, the best. And there's some fabulous places. Like I would pick a hotel happily based mm. on the buffet breakfast that they do. Um, I actually looked up while I was researching this topic flights to Vegas you oh, know you yeah. can get a flight or you can get a room in Caesars Palace on a random Tuesday for $80 yeah very cheap to stay yeah. oh but a Saturday night can be like 1200 so I was thinking if I did a quick flight mm. over on a Tuesday 80 quid I could do my buffet you definitely get value for money there wouldn't you well you see I still I still contend you don't because you, you're <laughs> so this is delicious right but I wouldn't pay 200 quid for this but yet, because this is so nice, they'll charge me 200 quid to get into a buffet where this type of food is available. They will. But I mean, I still can only fit a certain amount into my stomach at any one time. That I is think, true. I think people are being had. So no all-inclusive, all-you-can-eat buffet for you. No way. You're a man of discernment and quality. Yeah, exactly. No, I want, I want my food cooked to order. There Ashling. you go. Well, listen, that recipe is going to be up on my mm. Instagram, Ashling Larkin, um, and on my website, ashlinglarkin.ie. And I'll put the recipe for those Korean um, chicken little bites as well at the start. On yeah, top. they were delicious. And you know what's delicious? The Michelin starred mash is so nice. Isn't it? Like I say, I, even my cardiologist is having a heart attack listening to me eat it. I know. But it's absolutely delicious. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes you yourself, have to. It's you? a little one off. Yeah, mm. this is not everyday food. This is high end, you know, really, really nice special food. Absolutely delicious, as always. And as Ashing said, at Ashing Larkin on our social media channels, you'll find all the details. Ashing, an absolute pleasure. And we'll talk to you again at the same time next week. Last still to come on The Hard Shoulder. Don't go anywhere. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.